Shalom Aleichem and Biaf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Daf Samach, Babakama 60b, pagination is 120. We're starting in the medium lines, in the middle of that section, at the two dots. Yosef Rav Ami v'Rav Asi Kamei de Rav Yitzchak Navcha. Rav Ami and Rav Asi were sitting in front of Rav Yitzchak Navcha. Now, Rav Yitzchak Navcha was a tremendous sage of the generation, and he was an expert in both Halacha and Agoda. Mar Omar So one of these Tamidei Chachamim, whether it was Rav Ami or Rav Asi, one of them said that he wants to hear a Halacha from Rav Yitzchak Navcha. He doesn't want to squander the opportunity to him, the tremendous expertise in halacha is what really motivated him. And the other said, I really would like to hear agada from the master. So he started off trying to say agada. And one of them objected. He said, that turns him off. That's not what I came for. That's not what I want to hear. So he switched and he started saying halachas. And the other one objected. So he said to them, I want to give you an analogy to what's going on over here. What is this similar to? Like a person who has two wives. One of them is young, and one of them is old. Yalda malaketas lo The young one wants to pluck the white hairs out of his beard. She wants someone compatible with her in her youth. And zikena malaketas lo shechoros. And the older one is pulling out his black hairs because she wants the white that's compatible with her. The result is that he becomes bald. And the same is going to be true over here. If you object to halacha, and you object to agada, and you only want your type, then I'm going to be stuck. I'm not going to be able to give the shear. After making his comment, Omar Lohen, he resolved to find a solution. If this is the situation, I'm going to say something that's equal for both of you. And this I like to describe as the Shabbos Hagadol Drasha. It's a Drasha where you start off with Halacha and you end up with Hagadol and somehow you manage to satisfy a very wide constituency. What did he say? Very apropos to our topics in the Zikin and Damages. He quoted the Pasuk regarding the damage of fire. When a fire will go out, it's the passive voice. It doesn't say when someone will light a fire. It's when a fire will go out. Interesting. It's going out and doing damage. It finds thorns. Teitzeme atzma, it's going out on its own. Shalem yishalem, 
And then when it says who he will have to pay, Hamaviris Habeira, the one who lit the fire is gonna have to pay. So there is a person who lit the fire, active voice. And he's gonna have to pay. But why in the beginning of the Pasak, when it talked about it actually happening, was it in the passive? So Rav Yitzchak Navcha explained, Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem is talking. In other words, besides understanding this Pasuk as a topic of nezek, of damage, there's another level in which this Pasuk should be understood. Hashem said, arti. I have to pay up for the fire that I caused to burn. Which fire? Ani hatsisi eish bitzion. I lit a fire on Zion. I destroyed Yerushalayim. Shenema vayotzis eish bitzion vatocha yusodoseha. Yerushalayim was destroyed. Vani osid levnosa boesh. I'm going to rebuild it with fire. Shenemar vani eyalo chomas eish saviv ulechavod eheye besocha. I'm going to bring honor to Yerushalayim. I'm going to rebuild it with a wall of fire. So, however we understand this wall of fire rebuilding, when it happens, certainly we'll understand then Hashem's promise. The Marsha explains that bad doesn't emanate from Hashem. Hashem is only good. What Hashem will sometimes do, though, is if we're not worthy of His presence, He could withdraw His presence. And that's why the destruction through fire is viewed in the passive voice. Hashem did it. He lit the fire, so to speak, but He didn't light it. He passively allowed it to occur by withdrawing His protection. But when it comes to rebuilding, the marshal continues, Hashem takes responsibility for that fire as if He was the one who lit it. And he takes responsibility for it, and he rebuilds what was destroyed. The Marsha adds the concept that Hashem is uniquely able to build with the very quality that caused the destruction. To us, normally, we view something either as good or as bad the fire destroyed, so we're scared of fire. But to Hashem, there's no such thing. It all depends in the way that particular quality is being used. Water could drown, or water could nurture. A person uh, could dehydrate. It's very bad. He needs water. It's a good thing. Fire could destroy. It burns. On the other hand, it warms, it cooks, it's nurturing. It all depends on the situation, on the application. It reminds us of the Gemara about Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa, that it's not the serpent that kills, it's the chet that kills. It's the application of the situation, of the quality. The quality itself, Hashem can take fire and destroy, and Hashem can take fire and He can build with it, as only Hashem can. Getting back to the Gemara, Rav Yitzchak Nafcha was in a bind. He, he needed to somehow accommodate a halachic insight 
with an Agadic insight. And then Rav Yitzchak continues his presentation, Shemaitza, with something that's clearly halachic oriented, by saying, Pasach HaKosov Beniske Mamono, the Pasach started off with something that his property did. The fire went out, a little bit like an animal of his went out and did damage. The fire went out and did damage. Vesayim Beniskei Gufo, and then concluded the Pasuk that he himself did it. Hamavir es he's the one who did it. So from a halachic perspective, the resolution of the first part of the Pasuk with the second part of the Pasuk is, lo maloch to tell you, eisho mishum chetzio, when a fire goes, it's the equivalent of his arrow going. Meaning, even though the person himself didn't do it biyadayim with his hands, it's nevertheless attributed, attributed to being his own personal action. If you'll think about it, it's an important concept. The person is certainly liable when his fist itself smashes something or punches someone. But then a step further would be if he was wielding a utensil, the utensil is an extension of his hand, takes a hammer and with the hammer breaks the vase. And then we add on to that the awareness that shooting an arrow is an extension of him. And likewise, the fire that goes out because of him is his responsibility. Not only is this Pasuk a halachic Pasuk, but there's an agadic insight as well. Yashikoach, thank you for joining.